Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is March the 26th, 2020. Strong hand. The first four minutes of the show got cut off. So what you're about to hear is around uh, minute four. It's a little blurry at first. And then I basically what I'm trying to say is that I was supposed to talk about the 210,000 block theory and you hear very little about it. I'll have to talk about it tomorrow. Okay, it's really late at night, but I wanted to put this on there so you understood what was going on. Pound that like button. It's so late at night, I don't even know what day it is. Guys, it's April 26, 2020, just in case you needed that clarification. This is a new show. <laughs> that we will have eclipsed the all-time high by that date. Uh, on that date, it should be higher than the all-time high. But that doesn't mean that on a day before that, that it, it will have not uh, pick it out. You can pick a day and time, go to coinmarketcap.com and go to the Bitcoin uh, entry there. And there's a graph and you can see every price of every day and you can subtract 210,000 blocks. But uh, for those who want price predictions, you're not getting any specific, you never get price predictions here. You get, uh, you get more thought provoking, uh, ideas like the 210,000 block theory. And I value my wealth in Bitcoin. I'm going to have, I'll guarantee you something, 210,000 blocks from today, I'll have more Bitcoin than I did today. Pound that freaking like button. Because of crypto dividends, obviously. I value my wealth in Bitcoin because I know that in the future, I mean, I know we're one day closer to an all-time fiat freak high. But at the same time, I know that uh, it is the it is the long-term money, okay? It is the long-term uh, and in the long term, I will be able to get whatever I want to with my Bitcoin. And that is how I value my wealth. I want to keep getting more and more Bitcoin. I don't care about the fiat price, what it's going to be tomorrow. If it's going to be 7,700 or 7,600. And you know, for some people, that makes such a big difference in their life. Ooh, will it be 75 or 77? I'm gambling everything on it. Ha, ha, ha. You see, that's not the way you do it. You, it's a savings account, dudes. It's a savings account. And in the savings account, you're trying to get as much Bitcoin as you can. And uh, your savings account is not in a bank. It's on your Trezor. Or, and so that way you can collect the crypto dividends, the forks. Some people call them forks and the airdrops. I call their crypto dividends, their interest on your Bitcoin. And you can turn them into Bitcoin and thus guarantee yourself more Bitcoin in the future. And you're going to want more Bitcoin in the future. And the name of the show is the One Bitcoin Show. So that should be your first goal. Then two, then three, then 10, then you know, whatever is next. 100, 200. Aim high, brothers. All right. Pound that like button. I want to give a shout out to the World Crypto Network. I was thinking about them today. Uh, and I, I often uh, check them out, of course. Thomas is the, the founder. And you think about the alumni, uh, the people who have come from the World Crypto Network, the people associated with the World Crypto Network. Uh, you know, Many of you don't remember the World Crypto Network back in 2016. Um, and I had been making videos since 2013 and uh, not that I made one in 2013 and a couple in 2014 and then more in 2015. But by 2016, Thomas was doing the, uh, the, 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 the Bitcoin group, which was a, a weekly Friday show uh, where he'd have three guests on the show. And I, I copied it uh, at the beginning of 2017. I made up something called uh, This Week in Bitcoin. And because I loved the world crypto, I loved what he was doing over there. I thought it was a great idea. And I thought I could get different guests on. I would, my, my thing would be, I'd bring on 
di different guests every week. He, he would have a lot of the same guests, but he'd have great guests. Though. Like Tone Bays was a regular on the show. But guys like Tone Bays, Gabriel Divine, Blake, um, I, I've been on there, obviously. I'm associated with them. Uh, Vortex, a, a lot of people came out of that school of, that school of Bitcoin, the World Crypto Network uh, gang. And, you know, a, a lot of different political opinions from there. I mean, obviously, I don't agree with Thomas on a lot of things. And I don't agree with some of the other guys that have come out of there. Some people are more worried about the virus than others, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But when it boils down to Bitcoin, the guys that came out of that, um, that era of World Crypto Network 2016, 2017, and it's hard for people even to know who those people are now. I mean, some of the people come on my show now. Uh, some of them, I don't know if any of them even come on Thomas's show anymore. Well, on occasion, you know, when Thomas was at Tone's event, everybody came on the show and everything. But some people went different ways, et cetera, et cetera. But these are the OGs. These are the, and I'm, I'm proud to be associated with those dudes. Um, and, you know, you can follow anyone you want to. And I don't, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to generalize about anyone, but uh, those are good guys. I mean, they're my friends. There are a lot of people that came out of that. Uh, that group. And I, I know I'm, I'm forgetting people and people who weren't even on the show that were associated with people who were on the show. It's, it's the OG group. And, you know, you just see all these people out there today, um, whether they have, uh, they have podcasts, they have, and good for them, people having podcasts and, and alt corners having their own shows, but it, it's kind of forgotten uh, who was, who was there at the beginning. And thank you very much, Thomas. Uh, you, you did, you put together something that was very special and uh, it cannot be uh, replicated and it will not be replicated. And well, that's part of life. You know, it, life is always evolving. Life is always changing. You know, I, there were a lot of cool things uh, back in uh, 20, 2007, but there would never be another 2007 and all the parties and drinking and everything. Uh, so that was, that was a bygone era. And I, th I just, I just thought of it. And, and, but some of the dudes from that bygone era are still around on Twitter. All of them are still around on Twitter and other shows. And just, you know, think about those dudes, uh, pay attention to those dudes. I think they, they, they're very hardcore Bitcoin people. They have very, very strong hands and some of them take it to an extreme. I mean, in the way they, uh, they hate upon altcoins and call everything a scam, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But that's that's part of the whole aura of uh, 2016, 2017. So okay, there's a little uh, little flashback for you there. Let let's 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 move on. Pound that like button. So, but I am I am happy that those are the dudes I I'm associated with. Uh, but there's other I mean, and I, but there's always up and coming new people, and I love to have them on the show too. And they're, you know, they just weren't around back then for various reasons. You know, some people are younger and older than other people. Okay, now Joseph uh, Todaro, and I'm going to check the. Uh, if you've got questions, I got some answers. I better check that over there in a second. I will. Jo Joseph Todaro says, I keep hearing certain people say that everyone should put one percent of their net worth into Bitcoin as a hedge. I'm always surprised. You can advise people to take such a high risk gamble with the other 99%. Ooh, pound that like button, dudes. That is a great tweet. Retweet that thing. I do. Okay, so let's talk about buzzwords in, in altcoin land, okay? And lack of fundamentals and how it's a big, big gambling and people pile into the altcoin flavor of the month and some of the top tier altcoins too. So Ethereum... The Ethereum 2.0 buzzword 
it's good marketing, okay? It's marketing that works. It's a buzzword though. It, it really is a buzzword. When they change things over there, is Ethereum gonna be better? <laughs> is proof of stake better than proof of work? No, it's not. Um, but do people care? No, people care about cool 2.0, okay? And uh, they don't care about the technicals. No, who cares? It's altcoins, it's Ethereum. It's, it's the next Bitcoin, right? Yeah, <laughs> the next Bitcoin better have a 2.0. So Ethereum. So here we go. Zach Bowl reminds us, a new BitMEX contract and soaring Bitfinex long positions su suggest increased interest ahead of Ethereum 2.0. Uh, and so Zach has an article about that. I don't even care about the darn article, okay? I care about this, that, yeah, people are pumping Ethereum already because they're getting excited about Ethereum 2.0. And they know they don't know they don't know about the fundamentals. Because fundamentals don't matter in altcoin land. They don't. A good gimmick like Ethereum 2.0, Vitalik's taking this to the next level. That's good enough. That'll pump it. That'll do it. That'll uh, Ethereum's going up because of that. And uh, so there's there is there's some analysis by Zach that shows that yeah it, it is people are already piling into it apparently. So that 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 buzz will get get going. But can you? With, with something like Ethereum, it's the number two cryptocurrency on Earth. So that's a little bit easier to predict. You know, when they come up with a huge, their biggest biggest marketing uh, marketing effort ever, you know, that's that, that's more, that's a little bit more than gambling when you buy it because you've got a pretty legitimate reason why it's going to pump. And you know all these people want it to be uh, uh, Bitcoin, the second Bitcoin, the, the next Bitcoin, whatever. But when we get into other altcoins, okay, you don't know when they're going to have drama, when they're going to have a marketing campaign that, that succeeds, when they're going to be the altcoin flavor of the month. It is pure gambling in, in most of, I mean, when you get into third tier altcoins and stuff, it, it's, you, you can't get, you can't guess that. I mean, it's gambling. It's all, that, that's all it is. So what I noticed today, and I'm going to tell you about the fundamentals here are some of these, people don't care about the, we've talked about steam it and hive. Okay. I post my videos on Steemit and on Hive. They are trying to become, you know, the Facebook of cryptocurrency, social media and cryptocurrency combined. And I wish them luck. I also wish Ethereum luck. Great. I wish them luck with their 2.0. That's because, because as a Bitcoiner, I'm not threatened at all by these. I know that Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. The altcoins can try as much as they want to. They generate their buzz, their gimmicks, their, their, their freaks that pile in with the trendies, good. They'll end up in Bitcoin. In the long run, it hurts. It's positive. They're building, okay? They're building. And over at Hive and at Steemit, they are building. There's no doubt. They're, they're trying to do, I don't, I don't agree with everything that, that, that each one's doing, each, the way each one's going about it, but whatever. I get the stuff for free. Now, I don't know why anyone would buy the stuff that you get for free, because as we always say on this show, don't buy what you can get for free. But Huobi, a Chinese-based... Uh, exchange they decide to list hive okay and not only are they listing hive but you you have a chance to win your share of a hundred thousand hive if you deposit your hive at huobi so sure enough the price of hive goes from like 12 cents to like 90 cents all these people are buying it so that they might have the chance to get free hive at an exchange and it's just it's it's very impulsive. It's it's one big gimmick. So I give the dudes at Hive a lot of credit that they were able to make a deal with this big Asian exchange 
And I don't think Americans can't even deal with this. They're not allowed to deal with the Huobi. So it, it's like it reminds me of 2017 a little when, you know, there'd be a, a new a, a coin would get listed on a pretty big exchange. It would pump. We haven't seen that for a while, but this is a little bit more. There's a gimmick. They're, they're doing a giveaway. And so it, it reminds me of 2017 also because it's an Asian based pump or outside of the USA based pump. It's not Americans that are pumping. This is all these uh, people outside of America in, in Asia that, oh, let me get my free hive. Dude, if you want your free hive, just start a freaking hive account and, and post some stuff there. Okay. That's what I do. But hey, you want to pump up the value of that stuff? Great. I got it for free. I'm going to get more Bitcoin because of it, uh, because, because of you uh, freakazoids. All right. But the fun, they don't, people are buying a coin to get it for free, but they don't, I mean, they don't care about that it's a social media coin, okay, that you earn. That's the, that, those are the fundamentals there. That's the basis of the coin. It's supposed to power a social media platform. The whole the pump has nothing to do with it being the coin of a social media platform. It has nothing to do with it at all. It has to do with the uh, Asian exchange giving away some of it for free and listing it. That has nothing to do with uh, uh, social media platforms and competing with Facebook and YouTube, et cetera, et cetera. Everything that they they market themselves as. So it it it, it just shows you the madness of altcoins, the madness of crowds. All right. Uh, and then I, I also noticed that. Uh, you know, not to leave, you know, Justin Sun bought this Steemit, okay? And so everybody, all, a lot of people left Steemit and started high, you know? At the same time, there are people who are like, Steam must be dead because all the people went to high, but you underestimate uh, this Justin Sun dude and all the money he's got. So perhaps what's going on also, the Steam bat dollar all of a sudden started to pump. So maybe some whales or Justin Sun felt uh, they needed to get the attention back on them. So I'm all for an altcoin uh, whale war between Steam and uh, and Hive. Let them keep buying uh, their own coin to pump up its value to get attention for it. That's great. We need more of that in, in the space. Stuff that we get for free that people start to buy up to compete with each other because they feel slighted that the other one went up faster than they did. Go for it, Justin Sun and all you other dudes out there ignoring completely all the fundamentals of what your coin is even supposed to power. But hey, do what you're going to do, people. I'm going to keep getting it for free and turn into Bitcoin. It's altcoin gambling. I do not participate in it. I'm just uh, a recipient of the glory of it, okay? <laughs> Pound that like button. And the only people that receive the glory of it are the ones who don't buy it, are the ones who get it for free, who actually use the platform for what it's supposed to be used for. How, how how innovative oh my god what a rebel you actually use the the platform what it for what it's supposed to be used for and collect the free tokens that are given to you instead of going out of your way to go to some asian exchange to buy some so that they might give you some more for free cryptocurrency guys the wild wild freaking west of impulsive 80 percenters pound that like button where the 20 percenters keep on getting richer i love it all right because they value their wealth in bitcoin now, we talked about uh, YouTubers before. Yeah, you, I mean, uh, Pete, no, I don't want to say YouTubers. Let me correct myself. People who were associated with the World Crypto Network, Bitcoiners. We talked about Bitcoiners that are, you know, been on YouTube a lot, been on podcasts a lot, been on Twitter a lot. Social media Bitcoiners. All right. And maybe that's what you can say they are. Now, there's a guy out there. I've mentioned him before. Uh, his name is Adam. And he has tried to help me with the 
he did not like that my uh, original channel got shut down by YouTube. He didn't like that. So he's been invite. He's been advising me. He's been helping me. He's been trying to spread the word, and I, I really appreciate it. He's a really he's a nice guy. He's gone out of his way, and he has an article. And I don't agree with everything in the article, but the basic premise I agree with. Um, he says I wrote a blog as to why I believe so many crypto YouTubers have recently gotten purged. It includes tips on how to possibly figure out stay ahead of YouTube's hyper aggressive algorithms. Now. I do. One of the things that he mentions is that it's it's an unthinking algorithm that is uh, just taking down channels, and it's it's it goes beyond cryptocurrency, which he does not mention. Um, but it, it's not just cryptocurrency people that are being hurt by this. But he gives examples of people who've been taken down. So if you want to see who's been taken down, who's come back, and who hasn't come back, it's it's a good resource. Uh, also, he gives tips on like how to avoid being taken down, but his tips are are all about how to follow the algorithm. And you know me, I don't, I don't play that. I'm no slave to that freaking, I am no slave to that algorithm. So some of his suggestions I would never ever do. He's like, well, maybe post every three days instead of posting every day. Yeah, whatever. You get a new show here every freaking day, pound that like button. But hey, he's trying to, he is trying to help the situation. The dude is in motion. Um, I, I mean, I'll get him on the show one of these days too, uh, because he's a big fan. I mean, he's a big fan of social media. Uh, combined with with cryptocurrency stuff, so so good for him. That's his article. He's in motion. He's linked to below. Uh, I I mentioned a, a number of times. Let, wait, let me go to the questions real quick. I'm I'm sorry. The people that are, I think might be asking questions over there. Yeah, there's quite a few people. Uh, here we go. Uh, Christopher Alex says, "Any Adam, any more uh, Bitcoin crypto dividends coming down the pipeline?" You'll hear it here first, dude, but you, you would have already heard it. So no, not that I know of, but if anybody uh, wants to inform me of any, I, I encourage people, go for it, dudes. If you want to start an altcoin, make sure it's a Bitcoin crypto dividend that you give it away for free to Bitcoin holders. I will talk about it on this show if you're doing it and you and if it's easy and safe to claim, okay? Uh, but no, I don't know of any that are coming along. But dude, be a long-term thinker. There will be more. There will be more. And I think it's the best way to start an altcoin. I don't see why more altcoiners don't start them that way. They, there have been some, quite some successful ones, as we know. Uh, some that have really freaked the world out too. When uh, certain people, uh, you know, talk about them, you know, have a have a little note about one and hand it to someone, and then you, you know the whole drama. People getting sent to Bitcoin Inquisitions because they they talked about one. All right, now. In, yes, uh, Bitcoin to the moon reminds us that this is your home for uh, Bitcoin insider information. And uh, yeah, dude, you the, the whole uh, MWC, that was Bitcoin insider information there. And that paid off very nicely uh, for, for, for quite a lot of people, quite a lot of people, whoever that entity was that was buying it all up. Or maybe there were entities. Who really gives a darn? <laughs> we got it for free and some freakazoid was buying it all up. All right. Um, let's get back to, uh, I wanted to talk about second tier fiat countries. Uh, for, for a long time, I've said the dollar isn't losing its uh, world reserve uh, status and that, that people are stuck in, in the fiat world, that Bitcoin six can succeed in a fiat world. It does not have to become the world reserve currency. It can be, it is, Bitcoin already is the world reserve cryptocurrency. It's the, it's a cryptocurrency that everybody trades into and out of, et cetera, and people value their wealth in it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. We, know, we know the story. But uh, during all the money printing going on all over the world now, the United States world reserve currency 
there's no noticeable inf inflation yet, and it, it doesn't. The United States doesn't have to worry about the, at the for the foreseeable future major inflation. Okay, and neither do most likely the the, the other. There's some other first tier currencies like the, the yen and and the euro. And then I, I talked about, but you know, if you're in South Africa and, and you're in Uruguay and you're uh, I don't, other countries, I, other third tier countries, I keep mentioning, okay, third tier countries. And I got, I, I, I thought to myself, I'm like, I haven't mentioned any second tier countries, second tier fiat countries, and tier three, okay, Israel, Canada, and New Zealand. All right. So let me tell you something right now. If you're in one of those countries. And you're valuing your wealth in one of those currencies, the Canadian dollar, New Zealand dollar, the uh, Israeli shekel. Dude, you're making a big mistake because if you got your – those are great countries. Those are great countries. But do, no, no, not worth the risk at all. And in those countries, it is easy to get Bitcoin, okay? It's easy to get Bitcoin in those countries. There's there's exchange, plenty, especially in Canada. Um, so – you know, you're living in a modern country. Your countries are, they're going to feel the wrath of this dollar printing, okay? Especially Canada, okay? So uh, those are three second-tier countries, and I know there are people watching from those countries. Dudes, I know you might need some shekels to have so you can spend on the side. I would not be, I would not be converting that stuff in the U.S. dollars. I know you, a lot of Canadians like to do stuff like this. This is your opportunity. It's before the halving still. Don't be valuing your wealth in your second-tier currencies. I just named what they were. This is this is a time for the second-tier currency people to to really protect themselves with with Bitcoin. Okay, seriously, serious stuff there. All right, and I, and there's a beautiful, perfectly. I mean, well, obviously they're not they're, they're no South Africa. They're, those are not South African type of countries where you got to fear about your your property being taken away and all sorts of insanity. Uh, a beautiful country, though, and I love the people of South Africa. But at the same time, your your currencies are not—they're not—they're not, they're not top-tier currencies, dudes. They're not. Okay, it's just that your countries just aren't that big. You know, Canada is a powerful and rich country, but they're not—they're—they're they're a little bit below. Okay, they're second tier. All right. So no insults to those countries at all. I don't—I don't want to insult you, dudes. But uh, that we're—we're we're talking money here. We're talking, and that's an important thing. And you do not want to be saving in those uh, in those currencies. At this, if you have the opportunity to get into Bitcoin now, get get into it now. It, to change those things in the Bitcoin. All right. So I finally mentioned some second tier uh, uh, fiat countries, which I yet to do on the show, and I should have done a long time ago. All countries I have visited and love to visit. In, in fact, uh, all right. So we talked about the second tier. Fitting in is overrated. Pound that like button. Strong hand twenty twenty four. Might as well. I mean, we're only 15 days till the Bitcoin halving. That's linked to below that clock. Don't follow the herd. All right. So going back to altcoins, I should have I should have brought this up beforehand. I'm on Twitter. You see these promoted tweets. I could not, which is an advertisement. A promoted tweet is an advertisement. Someone paid for this tweet to say promoted tweet. Uh, and I see one from Ripple. Oh my. How centralized can you get? And this is what it says. We see a need now more than ever to protect our community from dangerous online giveaway scams and fake impersonations across YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and more. 
<laughs> so that's their gimmick. I mean, we've talked that we talked about their lawsuit. They're bragging about their lawsuit that they're protecting. They're protecting people. They think this protection gimmick is going to help pump their coin. And it's you know it's, it's all about gambling in altcoin land. So perhaps it will. But perhaps we are living in a world. We are living in such a feminized world where people think this is going to be where people who work at the Ripple company think this is going to help pump their coin. That's how pathetic a world this has become. And I, I'm so proud that the people I had on my show on Friday, check it out. They weren't part of that world. They're part of the Bitcoin overlay, and they're not feminized like these freaking, freaking ripplers are that need to pay for an advertisement to tell the world that they're going to be the Bitcoin mommy and that because they're the crypto mommy that you should uh, buy their coin, basically, and they're protecting you. You don't need protection from Ripple, okay? Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, it's supposed to be about being a freaking grown-up. Pound that like button. But Ripple wants to treat you like a freaking infant. And say, well, we're suing for you. We're protecting you from dangerous scams that are out there. And we're paying. We've got so you've given us so much money by buying our coin. We can pay for these ludicrous advertisements on Twitter. You never know what you're going to get next in this freaking space. All right. So the great Dennis over on uh, Twitter, he is in motion. He has a new video that involves like video game shooting and stuff. If you're one of those guys that likes that, you'll probably like this video um, that promotes the having. So having hype, dude, you got to spread the word about the having. And you, all you fiat freaks, I noticed the price went up. Maybe some people are spreading the word about the having. But Dennis did a good job. I linked to it below. It's a tweet below. Link to it below. Check it out. You always got to do your homework here and check out the links below. It's not just about watching the videos. It's about understanding them and doing the homework by Clicking on those links below. So, an awesome dude who might appear on the show one day, uh, he DM'd me the following Bitcoin is a once in mankind event. Oh, yeah. And I told him, I'm going to share that on my freaking show. So, let's finally get into Bitcoin trading here for all the, the trader, impulsive traders. As I know, there are a few of them out there. <laughs> there are more than a few of them out there. There were some dudes talking about the fiat price of Bitcoin in a thread that I was sort of involved in. I think I was copied on this thread. People copy me on all sorts of threads on Twitter. Okay. That's fine. And sometimes I, I usually read this stuff when it doesn't, you know, degenerate into a, a freaking flame war uh, with curses and such. But these, these dudes are talking about, you know, what, it, it, how high is the price going to get? When's the price going to get to that point? And then one wishes the other one a trade safe. He says, trade safe. Dude, there's no such thing as trading safe, okay? If you want to be safe, treat it as a freaking savings account. And then you don't have to worry about what day it's going to get to 12,222, all right? There's no such thing that says, that's a nice thing to wish someone trade safe. It's like be safe. But dude, no, there is no trade safe out there. So... I want to say that there's a mentality out there in this world where people get into trading because they they hear about the guy who was part of the 5% of traders who did well. And they see the outlier. They see the outlier and they're like, oh, I can do that. And then you're like, but dude, 95% of traders lose, okay? It's a losing proposition. It's, it's bad, dude. But then he'll say, well, 
there was that one dude out of the 5%, he became so rich. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to base my decision on the stories, the 5% stories. And of those 5% stories, I'm going to be, you know, the guy who was the true outlier. I could be him. I, I could definitely be him. And I'm going to make a, a very important decision in my life. I'm going to base my strategy on untrusted outliers. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to base base my total strategy on on out on untrusted because some of those stories are total lies. I get five percent of traders they do well, all right. But then you'll hear about, well, I made a million dollars, but that guy might be lying. That outlier might be a total, but you, you totally fall for it because it's glamorous. Or, or and so I compare this, I compare this to the virus people, that the, the people who are scared. They're scared because of the few percent of people uh, who are who can get really sick from it, okay? Because they have comorbidities, or and then they hear about stories about a, a kid dying, but it was a total lie. But it was so it was so big, they have to pay attention to it. They have to make their decision based on uh, untrusted outliers. Just that's just their mentality. So it's a similar, it's an impulsive mentality. It's like you're you're. You're not doing the research. You're not seeing what is real. And real in terms of the virus is that odds are you're if you're young and healthy, it's it's just like a, the common cold or, or, or strep throat or you know your chances. People do die of those things. Okay, those things happen. Freak things happen. So some trade regular dudes that try trading sometimes do make a million dollars. It happens. It's a freak thing. But you don't base your whole life strategy on untrusted outliers, okay? You don't shut down the whole economy based on untrusted outliers, based on the hysteria that surrounds them. But untrusted outliers can generate glamour, they can generate hysteria, they can generate fear, and from people who do not realize, understand the bigger picture, all right? So I, I thought, I, I, I was thinking about that earlier today. I thought I, I would make that comparison, try to connect uh, Bitcoin trading and the virus. Hey, what the hell? What the heck else are you going to talk about? All right. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister. Let me check uh, real quick if there are any more questions. Thanks a lot, though, guys, tonight. Uh, it's been it's fun. It is very, very, very late in Los Angeles. I will be going to sleep. Today was my sprint day, and I also ran uh, oh, what, close to four miles, so. You know, you on your sprint day, you get a little, uh, you get a little tired. I, I do want to say on my uh, over on Poinsettia where I sprint, where I where I do sprint, uh, there were some hot women out there that were wearing some spandex today, and I did I did appreciate that. I did I did appreciate, and they weren't wearing masks either. It was it was good. It it my my sprints were made a little bit easier, and I value my all in Bitcoin. But when I see some uh, Asian girl in tight uh, in uh, turquoise spandex, you know. It's nice. It's, it's nice to see. Not wearing a mask. It's good. It's good that this world is still normal and men are still men. Pound that like button. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Uh, subscribe to this channel, like this video. Pound that like button. Yeah, I'll uh, say hi to you guys in the, uh, in the chat right now. Bye-bye.